Welcome back. Welcome back to Dad Bod Walking. Go for a walk, talk Dad Bod stuff. Important first world issues of ditching your Dad Bod, living long, healthy, happy lives. Next to me is my old mate Lino, a little pocket rocket full of knowledge, walking encyclopedia. But today we're going to talk about, I'm going to interview Lynn and ask her some, some questions because we're talking about the keto transition process. Because there are a lot of guys right at the moment who are saying, I'm going to start, I'm going to follow the dad bod formula. And if you're in the food space, the dad bod formula is really simple. We don't like to necessarily overplay the word keto because every wanker, fucking do-gooder, hippie friend of yours will have an opinion on keto. We talk about a low-carb, moderate protein, moderate fat way of eating. Yes, it aligns to keto, but we try and keep it as a dad bod formula so you don't get the hippies tell you it's not good for you, you can't fucking do it. Either way... The first step in your food journey is to remove the carbs and remove the shit. <clears throat> For some of us, that's quite easy. We can just easily do that, but there's, there's some practical steps. So Lena's going to walk through some of the practicality, some of the thinking behind that process, how long it should take, how to do it a little bit quicker, how not to do it, some of the things to look out for. So Lino, if you had a friend, and you don't, but if you had a friend who said, I want to transition onto the dad bod formula, give me a couple of tips and I'll ask you some questions. All right, so... The very first thing to do is if you're going to transition onto the dad bod food formula, so not talking fitness or any of that today, just food, then the first thing to do is actually to understand what it means because a lot of people do not understand what you can have, what things are not really ideal and what you know is really not going to serve you. So first of all, understand that because you actually need to find foods that you can eat. Food, not just food you can eat, but food you're going to eat and enjoy. Um, and then you need to start looking into your pantry and into your fridge and figuring out which are the yeses and which are the noes. Now, if you've got family, this is where it gets tricky, especially when you've got kids, because they eat all sorts of shit. We know they do, the little darlings. So you might have to, you know, segregate. You might need your own shelf in the pantry or, you know, shelf in the fridge where you've got your foods and the family have got their foods, the things that you're probably not going to have anymore. So the big thing for most people is understanding the foods that are in and the foods that are out, looking at your pantry, looking at your fridge, working out yeses and noes, and then the step beyond that, and this is the really, really critical one, because that's pretty easy to do, the critical one is to have a plan for your first seven days. People get um, derailed when they go off and do their shopping, or they go out to a restaurant, or you know their wife makes dinner, and they don't know if the foods that are put in front of them are foods that they should or shouldn't be having. Um, and things like lunches, things like, you know, if you're having breakfast, breakfast. Actually make a plan of your first week, what you're going to eat at each meal, so that you are simply executing a plan. Men do really, really well when all they've got to do is execute a plan. So spend 30 minutes thinking through what a breakfasts look like you know you have an eggs you have bacon um, if you're a cereal person what are you replacing your cereals with if you're a toast person what are you replacing your toast with um, or your waffles or whatever it is you like for breakfast if it's no longer a keto breakfast or a low carb breakfast what are you replacing it with so make that plan all of your meals planned out for seven days and then you'll be able to execute your plan 
and you'll be successful. Alrighty, so let's go from the top, Lino. So we're talking about the transition process. The planning thing is really important. Most guys love planning. We love to project plan and follow a project because we're very simple. Um, part of the pl- part of the planning process, as you would understand, is the comms, comms to your partner, kids, whatever, making sure that they understand what you're doing and what you're going through so they give you support or there's at least awareness. When you're going through the pantry and the fridge, make sure that you do understand the kids do need carbohydrates, as does your lady folk, if they're in your life. They need carbs as well, so you can't just be selfish and switch everyone across because it doesn't work in the real world. So allocating the foods for yourself. Now, one of the first things I always say, and I just say clean out the shit, I don't give much detail. So, Lynn, when I say clean out the shit, what are the guys actually supposed to do? Right, so what you're taking out of your diet, um, and this is, you know, working on the basis that you're on a standard American diet, standard Australian diet, standard Western diet, you're going to take out sugar and all forms of sugar. So here we're talking about um, processed food that contains sugar, so lollies, candies. We're going to remove any of the baked goods that have got sugar in them. We're going to remove um, anything that's got honey, dextrose, sucrose, anything that's got um, any kind of sugar or sugar form in it. Even honey, agave, some of the ones that are often touted as natural sugars. So agave syrup is often touted as a very healthy form of sugar. It's still sugar. Uh, We're going to remove the date syrups and sugars. So any of those sugar-based foods, we're going to remove them. Jelly, jam, any kind of sweet type of condiment, sauce, any kind of baked good, anything that's got sugar in it. And then we're going to, alongside that, we're going to remove refined carbohydrates. So refined carbohydrates basically are where we've taken a grain of some kind, usually a grain, and we've um, refined it, so we've made flour from it, and it's been made into something. So bread, pasta, pizza, waffles, bagels, croissants, baked goods, cakes, pastries, um, anything that's got flour or that ever came from a grain. And you're also going to remove grains because grains in general, see people say to me, what about whole wheat? What about uh, what about rice? What about cracked wheat? What about barley? What about oats? Yep, they're all coming out because we're getting rid of the sugar the refined carbohydrates and all of those grain-based carbohydrates they've all got to go beautiful so we're starting to clean our price now guys one of the things that we need to be really clear on the reason we don't give you an eating plan you won't find it anywhere on the dad bod journey or anywhere that in in our dad bod information is you have to learn this shit this is not being fucking spoon-fed and given follow this do this you need a level of understanding a level of awareness otherwise you'll never be sustainable so it's not about just following a formula 
It's about understanding the process and being able to remove the shit that Lynn's talking about. Do we expect you to know what shit looks like? Not necessarily, because for a lot of us, shit has been a part of our diet, carbs and sugars for so long, we're unaware that it needs to be removed. So we use Carb Manager, which is an app. It's a free app. There's a bunch of apps out there, but we prefer to use Carb Manager because it seems to work really well and you can scan barcodes or into foods. That should be by your side for at least the first month, so you can put your foods in there, the foods you normally eat, all the foods you're thinking about eating, all the food foods you just want to have more awareness on. Pop their details in and it'll tell you very clearly if it's got carbs in it and shit in it, what's in that particular food and you can say that's out or that's in. So first step, remove the shit. Now next step, Lynn, what do we need to do? Yeah, so we're still removing shit because there's more shit to remove. You're basically going to remove most of your fruits and any below ground vegetables so if you do like to eat healthy and you're a fan of tropical fruits or any of those sort of fruits they're very high in sugar so initially at least we're taking the fruits out and we will have a little bit of fruit later on but at the moment it is just acting as sugar in your body so we're taking it out and vegetables anything that grows above the ground you can have anything that grows below the ground like potatoes sweet potatoes turnips weeds all of those things carrots they gotta go because they're all going to be high in carbohydrates we got the carbs out carbs is the huge thing but obviously when you take the carbohydrates out if you're eating a standard american diet then you're going to be eating loads of carbs and when we take them out you're going to be freaking hungry so you need to then replace those carbs with something and we're going to replace them with plenty of protein, good quality protein. And listen to our podcasts about protein and meat, because we will talk a lot more about how you pick a good quality protein source. But let's say you've, you've listened to that, you know what you're doing. You're going to put in plenty of protein and protein every single meal. And that protein is going to fill you up. It's going to make you feel comfortable and happy and it's going to replace those carbohydrate calories. And then alongside that protein, we're going to add plenty of healthy fats. So things like avocados, olive oil, butter, ghee, coconut oil uh, and a little bit of nuts. So we're adding plenty of healthy fats because they again are going to fill us up and they're going to give us fuel to replace the carbohydrates that you've been running on. And in the first seven days, this is the critical step. There's more shit we need to clean out later, but for now, the basics are remove the carbohydrates and replace them with good quality protein and plenty of healthy fat. And in that first seven days, you can have more fat than you might normally. You can go, don't go wild, because it's not gonna help your case, but have plenty of the healthy fats, because that's going to make your transition faster and easier. So having a little bit extra fat with your meals in the first three to seven days will get you through any withdrawal symptoms any struggles that you might have getting rid of the sugar and the carbs you can actually help significantly so if you get headaches or you get a bit of a a tummy thing going on or a bit of a foggy brain that goes really quickly and it goes even faster if you add in extra fat so plenty of fats in your first week to help you transition across to your new fuel source 
Beautiful. So we've got now a removal of the shit and we've now reduced the carbs, reduced the processed foods and we're starting to boost those healthy proteins. And again, do listen to the meat podcast. There's a bunch of really good information on that. And there's also a podcast on fats as well, what fats are good healthy fats and what are shit fats. And we're boosting those fats up. We're not going crazy initially but we are looking to replace your primary fuel source being carbohydrates and glucose from your shit diet to the fuel source being ketones produced via your fats. So we're trying to change the fuel. So we're trying to make sure you've got sufficient fuel in your body as you transition across. Now, Lino, last question. Big question I get asked all the time. How quickly can I do it? Because guys love cold turkey. I have guys who say, right, fuck it, I'm doing it. I'm starting today. And they go cold turkey. And I've got guys who say, no, I need seven to ten days to sort my shit out, get my family on board. What are the benefits of doing cold turkey versus transitioning and anything we need to look out for in that space? So benefit of going cold turkey is it's easy. You just get rid of one set of food and one way of eating and you introduce another one. And as long as you keep your fats high in that first three days especially, your transition will be quick. So you might have a few painful days. Um, Like I said, a few headaches, feel a bit sniffly. It's called the carb flu or the keto flu. Um, But you'll get through that super, super fast and you'll start transitioning to your new fuel source very quickly. So that's probably the biggest benefit. If you're hardcore and you just want to go for it, uh, then sure. But go boots and all. Do it fully. Don't do it by halves because you'll never get out of transition. Going the other way and taking a bit longer, the benefit of that is that you actually get more time to understand how you're eating. You'll get more time to find recipes that are going to work for you. If you cook, you'll find you've got more time to understand how you're going to eat versus the rest of the family. More time to communicate, planning, meal planning, shopping. So if you're the type of person who is a, you know, if you're a planner, then go that route first because it will help you make the transition sustainable. But when you do, just bear in mind, as soon as you start to lower your carbohydrates, um, you could start to see a few little symptoms um, creeping in, a little bit of that carb flu. And the longer you take with your transitions, don't take too long, because if you take two or three weeks, you will basically sit in transition for two or three weeks. And that's uncomfortable. Your body is just constantly in the shit it's sitting there not knowing which way you're turning and uh, it has no clear direction so make if you're going to do a slower transition which is recommended to allow your body to get used to your new fuel source and it's recommended from a perspective of understanding what you're doing and getting it right um, just make sure that you're doing it you've got a plan that you're following where every day you're taking more of those shit foods out and every day you're increasing the amount of healthy foods um, so that you are on a clear path to being fully low carb by the end of a seven day period. Awesome. So if I have sent you this podcast, so you know who you are, if this podcast has appeared in your messenger feed, it simply means this is the one that you're now going to listen to because you're about to start the transition process. You could be just new to DadBod or going through the process, but you're starting that transition process. If 
you are doing that, a couple of things you need to do. First of all, as Lynn said originally, get a plan. Make a plan, write a plan, think about a plan. Are you going to go cold turkey? Are you going to do a 7 to 10 day transition? How are you going to do it? Grab your carb manager and start understanding your foods. Start to listen to the podcast, especially on proteins and fats and all the podcasts that we put together to support you so that when you start the process, you're educated and you understand what's going to happen and where you're going. And that's going to make your journey a lot easier. And then just a last couple of thoughts for you is that when you make this transition, um, especially if you're going to go boots and all and you're going to go cold turkey and jump into the new plan immediately from day one, don't expect your body to be running on its own body fat. You might have read that um, with low carb and keto approaches, your body runs on its own body fat for fuel, and it will. It will eventually. But that transition doesn't happen overnight. Your body doesn't go from being a carb burner, a glucose burner, to being a fat burner in 24 hours. And so you might feel that you're running on ketones and you might feel that you're running on fat, But actually that transition will take 7 to 21 days for most people. Um, And that's if you've done the transition quickly, you've got everything right, you haven't fucked up, you haven't been on a bender and had a bunch of beers. So what happens in that period of time is your body starts to understand how to generate ketones from fat. And it does that initially from dietary fat. So don't make the mistake of thinking, well, I've got a ton of fat around my body, so I won't eat the fat. I'll just let my body burn the fat because it doesn't know how to. That first 21 days with high fats, very high fats, is all about teaching your body to burn fats for fuel so once your body has started to burn fat for fuel then we can start to tap into your own body fat Um, but like i said that doesn't happen overnight you're looking at 7 to 21 days to become fat adapted minimum some people take a lot longer so give it time stick with the formula don't deviate don't think you know better Um, don't think your body's doing something different to every other bloke out there and um, stick with it Beautiful. So some great practical tips. Those guys who are starting out on the dad bod journey, good luck. Get yourself armed with all the information and all the resources you need. And then decide on how you're going to do it and execute. And then tell me how fucking awesome it feels when your body is eating fat and living the dream. And then join us next time on Dad Bod Walking. Cheers, gents.